Tonight we're going to talk about the Law of One, Session 11. This was received January 28, 1981. This is the re-listened version. Uh, I assume everybody's on the page, but uh, I'll send the link again, just in case. Uh, so this is a long session, uh, however, most of the questions and answers are short. We have 33 exchanges. Uh, the topics range from the contact with Ra to Earth history, solar system history, more about Maldek and something about harvest, something about three fellows who harvested early into 4D negative, and um, a little bit more about Orion, uh, more about third density, and uh, again, back to Earth history and positive negative and nuclear energy and Bigfoot. So it's kind of wide-ranging. Uh, and we'll finish as much as we can in today's session. So, 11.1, it seems that there were some, it may have been that the tape recorder missed uh, some of the dialogue at the beginning of the session because the re-listened version page here shows some bracketed statements and questions. The bracketing seems to indicate uh, that the tape recorder didn't catch it or they're not sure. Don was asking about the ritual. So first, Ra greets and says, I greet you in the love and the light of the infinite creator. I communicate now. Uh, Don was asking about the ritual that Ra suggested to... Um, you, uh, Ra discussed to make the initial call to Ra. And Ra said that that um, is not so important. The matter is of small importance. And they were really just talking about how to start or establish contact. A little bit more tape recorder missing. Don's asking about having two other people in the room, 11.2. Ross said that the most important of the entities, meaning for the working to be effective, are the questioner and Jim. The two additional entities aid the instrument's comfort, meaning Carla, by energizing the instrument with their abilities to share the physical energy complex, which is a portion of your love vibration. And, you know, uh, we radiate what we are. And there are many levels of our energy radiating, uh, energy fields that radiate. Just like there are seven chakras, there are seven energy bodies associated with those seven chakras. Uh, it's, we'll get into this much later in the discussion, not today, but further sessions about the seven bodies. It's very esoteric. But uh, just sitting in the room together can help strengthen people, uh, depending on the vibratory condition of the people available, people in the room. So a lot of our problems actually come from low energy conditions. So uh, I might talk to somebody who's feeling depressed, and if I understand their situation and have energy available to the to the conversation, they may feel a whole lot better at the end, not done by me, but to some extent they're receiving the increased energy available by the dialogue, which comes from, with some degree of love wisdom, uh, and they are like a re-energized battery. They have re-energized themselves, actually, not by the other talking, but by their changes in response to a certain kind of communication. And so Rod just makes that little point about 
of those two other people who could be sitting in the room, uh, who could be um, helping energize Carla, uh, sharing what's called the physical energy complex, which is the lower the lower energy bodies associated with the physical body, meaning their energy. When I say energy body, I mean energy field. Uh, when we say physical body, it's just the first energy field. It's one of the lower energy fields, the physical dense. Uh, higher energy fields are also called bodies, astral body, mental body, uh, but they are non-physical or, um, or invisible. So, anyway, we move on and get the first substantial question, 11.3. Don says, you said yesterday that Maldek was destroyed due to warfare. If Maldek hadn't destroyed itself due to warfare, would it have become a planet that evolved with self-service and would the entities have increased in density, gone on to say fourth, fifth, sixth, fourth, fifth density in the negative sense or self-service? Meaning, if Maldek had not blown itself up, would it have become a 4D negative planet and the entities therefore harvesting to 4D negative? Very interesting, useful question. Don um, Ra replies, the social, the planetary social memory complex, Maldek, had in common with your own sphere the situation of a mixture of energy direction. This is a mixed harvest 3D planet, mixed orientation. Some are positive, some are negative, some are non-polarized. Thus, it, though unknown, would probably, most probably have been a mixed harvest. A few moving to fourth density, positive. A few moving from fourth density in service to self, towards fourth density in service to self, 40 negative. The great majority repeating third density. This is approximate due to the fact that parallel possibility-probability vortices cease when action occurs and new probability-possibility vortices are begun. So, Maldek, like Earth today, has a mixture of energy direction, which is the technical way of explaining mixed orientation, which is some people positive, some people negative, and some people neutral. Neutral means sometimes goodly and sometimes selfish, uh, sometimes acting with love and sometimes um, acting in control or lovelessness, love, non-loving towards others or self. That's a mixed harvest. Uh, some go to 4D positive, some go to 4D negative, and the majority, perhaps the majority, normally in mixed planets repeat the density. Ra has said that the uh, vast majority of the people on Earth, really nearly all the souls on Earth, are from other cycled 3D planets already in fourth density. Uh, and these are the souls who repeat, who are repeaters, who didn't graduate on those other 3D planets that are now in fourth density. So Earth is a collection of souls who have not um, polarized positively or negatively sufficiently to graduate, that's why they're still in 3D, but they missed previous harvests on other planets, which are now already in fourth density. Some of those planets were actually 3D negative harvests, meaning some of the humans on Earth are actually repeaters from 3D planets that had a negative harvest, where almost everyone goes negative or, or the majority goes negative, and then you have repeaters and almost no positives. So some of the humans here are very serious negatives uh, because they're coming from Orion planets or Orion-controlled planets, and some of them will go back there, actually, in their next incarnational decision.
because they're negative and they wish to continue on the negative path. 11.4, uh, I'm not going to go into the issue of parallel probability, possibility vortices, but uh, briefly, uh, not more, not long, briefly, uh, Raul's just saying that when action, when uh, action occurs, like you blow up your whole planet, <laughs> and new possibilities, probability lines uh, are established, uh, it's hard to say what would have happened had they not been established and the past, you know, tendencies continue. So Ra's saying we don't really know for sure. 11.4, a quick question about astronomy. Don asks, is there a planet behind our sun opposite to us in orbit that we don't know about? Ra says, there is a sphere in the area opposite your sun of a very, very cold nature, but large enough to skew certain statistical figures. I'm sure some astronomers know about that. This sphere should not properly be called a planet as it's locked in first density. And here we see the use of the term first density to apply to elemental non-physical. It's not called a planet because it's not yet physically manifest as a rock. Uh, a rock planet with no vegetables, <laughs> no plant life, no animal life, no human life is a planet. You know, Pluto is a planet. Maybe, maybe Pluto has no plant animal human life i don't know maybe mercury mercury has no plant animal human life but we call it a planet why because it's physical this uh, sphere opposite the sun very very cold in my opinion <clears throat> would be a uh, non-physical sphere meaning it's real but it hasn't yet even mineralized or materialized into a rock formation 11.5 Back to Maldek, Don says, You said that entities from Maldek, some may go to fourth density negative. Are there people who go out of our present third density to places in the universe and serve, which are fourth density, serves itself, or negative types of planet? Ross says, Your question's unclear, please restate. Don's really asking, Do some people graduate on Earth to 40 negative? 11.6, to clarify, he says, As our cycle ends, a graduation occurs. Is it possible for anyone to go from this 3D to a fourth density planet that is service to self or negative? Meaning, can anybody, will anybody graduate from planet Earth to 4D negative? Ross says, in this harvest, the probability, possibility vortices indicates a harvest, though small, of this type. So, yes, uh, it's likely, given the probabilities, which are always fluid, that some few humans will graduate 40 negative. And that's interesting because it shows you that there are some very advanced evil people on Earth. There are some very advanced harvestable, near harvestable humans uh, who are, you know, they're probably black magicians uh, of the hidden variety, not the public variety. And uh, they are capable of harvest to 40 negative. So congratulations. And <clears throat> that's interesting. Uh, we continue with 11.7. Don's asking about Hitler, and it says, Can you tell us what happened to Adolf? Adolf Hitler. Ra answers, The mind-body-spirit complex known as Adolf is at this time in a healing process in the middle astral planes of your spherical force field, meaning the seven-dimensional Earth um, energy complex. This entity was greatly confused 
and although aware of the circumstance of change in vibratory level associated with the cessation of the chemical body complex, meaning he knew he was dead, nevertheless needed a great deal of care and still does. <clears throat> you can see the difference between Adolf and and um, Alistair Crowley, Crowley. Ra mentioned that Crowley was also on astral planes, but not yet in a healing condition, uh, but uh, in a, a big deal of inner pain, a great deal of pain. Uh, that pain is the, um, the, <laughs> the surfacing of uh, deeper patterns of mind that he was unconscious of during his lifetime, and the negative entities that um, he have attracted to himself during his lifetime who are now feasting on him energetically uh, until they're tired and um, he can uh, pull out of that. As for Adolf, Ross says that he's already in the healing process in the middle astral planes. The hell condition or hungry ghost is associated with the lower astral planes. Uh, greatly confused and although he knew he was aware that he's now finished with the human body, uh, he needs a great deal of care, understandably. <clears throat> Eleven eight. Uh, Don keeps pushing along with these questions about negative entities and harvest and after death, which is interesting. Don asks, is there anyone in our history that's commonly known who went to a fourth density self-service or negative type planet, or who will go there? And Ra knows this and explains the number of harvested number of entities harvested or thus harvested is small. However, a few have penetrated the eighth level, which is only available from the opening up of the seventh through the sixth. These are chakras. Penetration into the eighth or intelligent infinity level allows a mind-body-spirit complex to be harvested if it wishes at any time space during the cycle. So there's a some important um, definitional uh, understanding we can get from 11.8s uh, because <clears throat> Ra doesn't really explain much at this point because they're really not interested in the details of negative beings. But we can see a few things here. Number one, yes, there have been a few people in human history who have already graduated to 4D negative. That graduation uh, early, right, not now at 3D dimensional shift, but before, and in fact not even associated with the 25,000 year openings of intelligent infinity, which happened, you know, three of them during the 75,000 year 3D cycle. Every 25,000 years, like the precession of the equinox astrologically, uh, there is a kind of uh, alignment opening, align, planetary alignment that is associated with galactic center, that's associated with um, an opening gateway to intelligent infinity, which here Rod defines as the eighth level, eighth density, eighth chakra, even though it's you know outside of our octave, meaning it's it's really quite transcendent, the eighth chakra, and uh, I'm not interested in people who talk about uh, twelve chakras much, because uh, if seventh is infinity. Uh, or the access to infinity, I don't think we really need an eighth, but there is an eighth level, and uh, that's our, you know, <laughs> greater being outside even the octave. There is an eighth density, that's where the guardians are from, and that's where 
Nityananda and Gautama and true, complete and perfectly enlightened beings go and are, including Arhats. Uh, a few, the, the way that an entity harvests to the next dimension before dimensional shift is by penetration to eighth density, the intelligent infinity level, that occurs only by opening up the seventh chakra or activation of seventh chakra through the activation coordination with six, which is the third eye, which is the level of unity. And so Ra talks about the gateway to intelligent infinity and the activation of six chakra accessing intelligent energy, which is really the energy made available through six chakra from seven ultimately as an expression of eight being intelligent infinity. Sometimes Ra seems to imply intelligent infinity associated with seventh chakra. We have to bear in mind that seventh chakra, eighth chakra, seventh dimension, eighth dimension uh, are not much different in a sense, or they're different, distinct, but there's a, a full um, uh, massive uh, flow through from eight and seven, between eight and seven. So the eighth, the seventh level of our being is called the totality complex. So Ra, you'll see, sometimes says, mind, body, spirit, beingness, totality complex, that there are three points of selfhood in our seven-dimensional self. The first is mind, body, spirit complex. The second is higher self, the beingness. The third is totality complex, seventh density self but all three are really one. That's our seven-dimensional self. The highest aspect of seventh-dimensional self, if you call it a self, it's really not a self, but it's a perfected snowflake or a point of awareness within infinity, um, at one with infinity or the substance of infinity. Therefore, its access to eighth level is um, complete. And so the term intelligent infinity can be applied to seventh or eighth, um, and it seems to be used both ways, in my opinion, from Ra. But here they're saying that eighth level uh, is intelligent infinity. If a being achieves contact with intelligent infinity, which is a moment of true enlightenment, you know, characterized by joy, uh, selflessness, um, a sense of wholeness, but a particularly indescribable joy, uh, a total orgasm of mind-body-spirit complex, not in the um, sense of physical, you know, physical substance, but in the sense of um, absolute perfection, joy, bliss. And if one has experienced that, one will harvest to the next dimension at any one time. One can actually leave. Uh, although one may or may not have the conscious ability to go out of body. One is qualified for harvesting early. Don uh, doesn't go into the metaphysics, but asks for the personal uh, dynamics, asking 11.9, are any of these people known in the history of our planet by name? Uh, Ra says, we will mention a few, the one known as Taras Bulba and Genghis Khan and Rasputin. The one known as Genghis Khan, the one known as Rasputin. And that's interesting. Uh, Don follows up. How did they accomplish this? What was necessary for them to accomplish this? And Ra reiterates and says, all the aforementioned entities... Now, 
bear in mind, interestingly, Ra doesn't preface their reply 1110 with I am Ra. Maybe it was missed by the tape recorder, but there is also some, some phenomenon where Ra, when talking about negativity, um, has a little static on the line, seems to have a little static on the line, because they're dropping down from, uh, although they can understand negativity, the negative entities, negative path activity, from the view of oneness, uh, unity, six density, uh, engaging with the with Don's level of concern for the particular um, particulars of negative negative action, negative path, negative beings, um, results in some kind of um, friction or static again. Uh, to the pure transmission from late 60. That's very strange, been interesting, but that may be apparent here. Anyway, Ross says, all of the aforementioned entities were aware, through memory, of Atlantean understandings, they were in Atlantis, having to do with the use of the various centers of mind-body-spirit complex energy influx in attaining the gateway to intelligent infinity. So all of those fellows were... Uh, making use of their past life in Atlantis understandings regarding use of the chakras, those are centers of mind-body-spirit-complex energy influx, the chakras, in attaining the gateway to eighth dimension, or intelligent infinity. So even if they didn't have magical training, like Taras Bulba probably didn't, uh, who was a Central Asian, I think he was even Ukrainian, uh, even though if they didn't have, um, he may not have had um, black magical training in the conscious, consciously in the present life, they were making use of previous learnings. And that's something that happens. Some people, many people, are making use of previous learnings unconsciously. They don't know. They, they don't know where they have that ability, or they don't even know that they have an ability. They just naturally can do something and not realize how it is that they can do it. So, this is interesting. And Don follows up. Did this enable them to do what we refer to as magic, paranormal things while they were incarnate here? Ross says this is correct. The first two entities mentioned, Taras Bulba and Genghis Khan, mentioned, uh, made little use of these abilities consciously. Right? So they have them, but they're not consciously utilizing. However, they were bent single-minded, they were bent for sure, they were bent single-mindedly upon service to self, sparing no efforts in personal discipline to double, redouble, and so empower this gateway, meaning uh, sending energy up through the head chakras, opening uh, by their their dedication, their single-minded uh, perseverance again and again and again towards conquest or domination. Uh, sparing no efforts in personal discipline, totally disciplined, to double, redouble, and so empower the gateway again, which is the energy linkage from 6th, 7th chakras up through the octave to 8th density. The third, Rasputin, was a conscious adept, conscious adept, and also spared no effort in the pursuit of service to self. So if you spare no effort on your path, you will quickly achieve uh, contact with intelligent infinity. 
it is very doable. In Buddhism, uh, the first contact with intelligent infinity, uh, which they don't use those terms at all, but in my understanding, the first level of enlightenment in Buddhism called Sotapanna, stream entry, is actually a contact with intelligent infinity. It's uh, associated with um, no longer believing in the sense of separate uh, uh, self. It's actually not total, but it's a partial freedom from belief in separate selfhood, meaning I am the body, I am the mind, I am this thing over here, a solid, substantial person. This belief, this view, is dropped significantly at first enlightenment, first of four, Sotapanna. Uh, I would think that is contact with intelligent infinity. And uh, for someone who is Sotapanna, the Buddha Gautama said that the person will achieve complete and perfect enlightenment, all four levels, uh, within seven lifetimes. Now, I think that may well be true. And uh, this contact with intelligent infinity allows early harvest. And the reality that <clears throat> uh, contact with intelligent infinity, which in my view is equated to Sotapanna in the Buddhist understanding, granting one the capacity for early harvest to the next density, which will be 4D positive, because it's um, in enlightenment with love and in heart chakra activation, uh, means that a person will no longer need to reincarnate on 3D. They can be wandering, but they no longer need to incarnate on Earth after the first level penetration. Within seven lifetimes, or within a cycle of seven phases, in a more of a I Ching Taoist view, in the cycle of seven, or completion, they will be out of the octave, which is complete and perfect enlightenment, or Buddha, the state of uh, Arahat, Nirvana, 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 Nibbana, Nibban, uh, that's freedom from the octave. And um, that's where we're going. So the negatives can graduate to 4D negative early, too, uh, if they uh, contact intelligent infinity uh, without joy, I would think, but they would get into some kind of bliss. I, I know it would be some kind of um, evil ecstasy <laughs> uh, without heart chakra. <clears throat> but uh, these guys were very serious, and they did their work, and they got the fruit, and now they're gone. Don goes on, where are these three entities now? And uh, Ra explains, 11.12, these entities are in the dimension known to you as fourth, right? Therefore, the space-time continua are not compatible. An approximation of space-time locus of each would net no actual understanding each chose a fourth-density planet which was dedicated to the pursuit of the understanding of the Law of One through service to self. One in what you know as the Orion Group. One in what you know as Cassiopeia. Cassiopeia, service to self, 4D negative. One in what you know as Southern Cross. However, these loci are not satisfactory. Loci meaning locuses or points of location. We do not have the vocabulary for the geometric calculations necessary for transfer of this understanding to you. So, this um, information is bracketed by the, I, the, the statement that uh, 4D, 4D negative uh, location can't really be given exactly, or they couldn't provide it, uh, because space-time continua of 3 and 4, 3rd density, 4th density, are not quite compatible, or they're 
it's a real phase shift in trying to understand <clears throat> where in the 3D map of the galaxy uh, a 4D negative non-physical higher dimensional planet would be. Uh, but it's about in these constellations. Uh, Orion, Cassiopeia, and Southern Cross. So uh, it should be clearly known that the negative ETs on Earth are from Orion mainly. Some are from Cassiopeia, some are from Southern Cross. Any channeling, any person who claims to do spiritual teaching and brings forth the name Orion or Cassiopeia and Southern Cross should uh, be subject to investigation by your discernment uh, as to whether they're bringing forth negative information. Deception, doom and gloom, uh, hyper-complexity, anything that brings us away from love and um, appreciation of um, the reality that there are two paths and that the self is omnipotent, that the self is one with all and all is one, that uh, the Creator is um, all that is, uh, infinite love power, and that creation is an expression of that one. Uh, any source of channeling that doesn't really say that, or doesn't include that, or seems to negate all that, may well be negative, or influenced by negative. Uh, these are uh, locations of 4D negative groups, Orion, Cassiopeia, Southern Cross. 1113, who went to the Orion group? Ra answers, the one known as Genghis Khan. Hey, hey, what does he present do there? What is his job or occupation? What does he do? Don asks, 1114, <laughs> Ra, again not wanting to get into all this too much, says this entity serves the creator in its own way. Now, <clears throat> that's because, and Ra explains why they're talking this way, 11.15, Don furthers, further asks, it's, is it impossible for you to tell us precisely how he does this service, meaning what exactly does Genghis Khan do in Orion 40 negative now? What exactly, what is he doing? <clears throat> Ra says, it is possible for us to speak to this query, question, however, we use any chance we may have to reiterate the basic understanding, learning, and here's an interesting um, unification of what may be distinct in our thinking, understanding slash learning. Learning is understanding, understanding is learning. <clears throat> we use any chance we may have to reiterate the basic understanding, learning, that all beings serve the Creator. So I've said even the devil works for God. It means that <clears throat> uh, all activity can be seen as service to the Creator, including evil uh, or service to self, uh, and which includes deception and cruelty. How is that service to the Creator? The Creator is all that is. Um, the seven colors of the rainbow are not separate from white. They all came from white. The waves on the ocean are all water. They may have seven types of waves. We may have seven levels of the ocean. But it's all water. Again, if it's pure H2O. So uh, all the seven dimensions, or the octave, is a manifestation directly of the substance of the white light. They're just form permutations, distinct permutations or form modifications 
of the appearance of the white light. <clears throat> white light appearing as the seven colors. Uh, the ocean water H2O appearing as waves in the form of distinct waves or seven levels and currents of the ocean. Uh, therefore, all that is, is that one white light, which is the infinite creator, intelligent infinity, uh, beyond the logos, actually. Before the logoi, or the solar creators, or galactic creators, is the one infinite creator, pure white light, actually before white light, the source of white light. The source of white light is void prior to any form manifestation. That gave rise to the seven out of the three. So the seven rays came out of the interplay of the one white light and the three, actually the three laws, the law of uh, free will, the law of love, law of light. The unity processed through the trinity comes to the septonate. But the source of the unity is infinity, which is formless, which is actually not even white light. It's a void or the triple zero, Ein Sof, uh, in the real Hebraic dispensation. So, zero, zero, zero <laughs> is um, akin to the source of the one white light that gave rise to the seven rays. All is the one. And the one is a manifestation of all that is, which is a unity too. Unity and infinity are really the same. So, from that view, <laughs> uh, actually, Ra, that's why Ra uses any chance they may have to reiterate the basic understanding that all beings serve the Creator. All is the Creator acting to serve itself in the way of exploring itself. Then, back down here on the ground, the other portion of answer of 1115, Ra says, the one you speak of as Genghis Khan at present is incarnate in a physical light body, 40 negative, which has the work of disseminating material of thought control to those who are what you may call crusaders. He is, as you term the entity, a shipping clerk. So Genghis Khan is now in a physical, physical, meaning he's incarnate, 4D negative space-time. It's not flesh and bone physical, but it's 4D negative physical, which is light, a physical light body, as opposed to a non-physical light body. So 4D negative, like 4D, like 3D, has two portions, can be seen. The seven subplanes of fourth density, like the seven subplanes of third density, can be divided into a time-space non-physical and a space-time physical. So our incarnation now, apparently, is a 3D physical, 3D space-time. Genghis Khan himself is a shipping clerk now in 4D space-time, or the negative space-time, which is a physical manifestation light body, for the negative body. His work is assisting the transmission of packets of information that um, help the Orion uh, entities associated with Earth and the Illuminati mind-control humans. Thought control. Control of their own mind and control of human mind. That's their job. Those who are portions of the Illuminati, New World Order, the top government, military, uh, black magician, uh, religious, uh, you know, power brokering groups that are seeking world domination, <clears throat> um, 
need additional training materials for their own um, perfecting of uh, mind uh, subjugation of their own mind and the subjugation of the minds of others. That's what they do. That's their life. And Genghis Khan, after being a big Khan, meaning a warlord, a big guy, Mongolian, he's respected actually in Mongolia, is a shipping clerk, but he's working his way up in the hierarchy. What about the Crusaders, 1116? What do the Crusaders do? Don asks. The Crusaders move in their chariots, UFOs, to conquer planetary mind, body, spirit, social complexes before they reach a stage of, a, of achieving social memory. Uh, 4D negative groups from Orion, Southern Cross, Cassiopeia, come to various planetary social complexes, third density before they get to social memory complex, meaning before they, which they normally do, go 4D negative or 4D positive, meaning most planets uh, go 4D positive. 60% of 3D harvests in the galaxy um, are service to other positive for harvest, and 30% are mixed harvest, with most of the harvest being positive. 90% of the souls going into 4D go 4D positive, 10% go 4D negative. And so uh, 90% of the 3D planets in the galaxy, 90%, basically end up with a primarily positive harvest into 4D positive. Now, the Crusaders work on primarily those planets uh, to um, steer them away from going positive and to try to move them into the camp of being 3D negative planets that will be conquered and depopulated and mineral stripped and resource extracted um, for whatever use they have. That's what Orion does. So everybody who supports the New World Order and the Illuminati is uh, assisting with the uh, Orion or negative ET Federation, Orion Federation, meaning that's the central point of that group, with their conquest of planet Earth, period, and stop. Now, that's fine. That's what they wish to do. Uh, but we should not uh, be confused. So, Ra says, they move in their chariots to conquer planetary mind, body, spirit, social complexes before they reach the stage of achieving social memory complex. And Ra explains that in 1117 and says, a mind-body-spirit social complex, a collective, becomes a social memory, social memory complex, not a social complex, social memory complex, when its entire group of entities are of one orientation or seeking. So Orion is working on planets that have not unified in their orientation. 3D planets that have not yet, as a planet, unified in their polarity, which normally goes positive. So Earth is a primitive planet. <laughs> or early 3D, or early uh, first phase, first cycle 3D, right? Many planets, some planets, have multiple 3D cycles. Earth is in its first 3D cycle of 75,000 years. That's early. And humanity as a whole is not yet of one orientation or seeking. Ra goes on, the group memory lost to the individuals in the roots of the tree of mind then becomes known to the social complex, thus creating a social memory complex. Again, the group memory uh, is no longer lost to the individuals. The advantages of this complex are the relative lack of distortion 
in understanding the social beingness and the relative lack of distortion in pursuing the direction of seeking. Excuse me, for all understandings, distortions are available to the entities of the society. So when the group, when the 3D group, normally 3D, unifies its orientation, positive or negative, which is its seeking, then uh, the previously lost group memory or memory of the individuals or knowledge base of the individuals, previously unavailable to all to each, is now made available to all to each. Each person is in, can access the memory and the understandings of each. All for one and one for all, each for all and all for each. Each being um, is empowered by the knowing and the maturity uh, of the whole, and the whole is empowered uh, by a complete non-obstruction um, in the sharing of understanding of each, each member. Uh, that's a social memory complex. It normally happens in 4D, but it can happen in 3D. Uh, you see, again, if 60% of 3D planets in the galaxy are positive and 10% are negative, 30% being mixed, then uh, it's the 30% of the planets that are mixed that are the target for Orion. The 10% that are negative are already under their control. The 60% that are positive are out of their control. The 30% that have not yet found their orientation or seeking are their target. And Ra said, rather than your toys needing dismantlement, your entities need orientation. And so that's what's missing here, is a unified orientation of the planet. So the 30% of the 3D planets in the galaxy, according to Ra, that are of mixed harvest, are, in many cases, not <laughs> social memory complexes, I would think, all of them. So they're not yet of one orientation or seeking. Obviously, they are not social memory complexes. Those are the targets for Orion. And there are lots of benefits and advantages to the achievement of social memory complex. All understandings are available to the entities of the society. So let's go further with the discussion of Orion and Crusaders 1118. So then we have Crusaders from Orion coming to this planet for mind control purposes. Yes, that's what negative ETs are about. How do they do this? Ra, again, missing the uh, preface, I am Ra, 1118. As all, they follow the law of one, observing free will, because they're forced to. Contact is made with those who call. Those then upon the planetary sphere act much as you do to disseminate the attitudes and philosophy of their particular understanding of the law of one, which is service to self. These become the elite. Through these, the attempt begins to create a condition whereby the remainder of the planetary entities are enslaved by their own free will. <clears throat> enslaved by their own free will, not enslaved by the elite. Who is the slave master? The person who's willing to, to, <laughs> to allow their enslavement to that master. The slave, you know, who is the slave master? The slave master is the person who willingly allows himself to be enslaved. Self heals self by the self-healing powers of self. Self is enslaved by the self allowing it to occur. Planetary entities being enslaved by their own free will 
of their own free will, they let themselves be enslaved, controlled, manipulated, dominated, screwed around with, pushed around with, um, forced to obey and comply by the service of self elite, so-called leadership. That's what this, that's, uh, <clears throat> that's the most visible or most um, raucous portion of the UFO ET global phenomenon. Orion, Federation, Service of Self, Negative ET here, uh, basically disseminating their attitudes and philosophy of Service to Self, which is an understanding of the Law of One, all is one. Service to Self and Service to Other are um, basically two sides of the same coin. But the source is infinite love, or infinite unity, which the negatives reject. So what they do is they make contact with those who call, those who wish to be in control and dominant, call and say, help me uh, kick the ass of everyone else and help me get power and knowledge so I can reign supreme and sovereign and control everyone. <clears throat> those then upon the planetary sphere, meaning 3D negatives, those who wish this, they disseminate attitudes and philosophy, the ways of service itself, which is to teach you how to be a slave and to teach the virtues of authoritarianism and control grid, you need authoritarianism. You need to be dominated. You are shit. Uh, they are top. That's what they teach. They then become the elite. They then <clears throat> attempt to create a condition whereby everyone else enslaves <laughs> are enslaved by their own free will. If you uh, eat poison... You are poisoned by your own free will. If you um, believe that you are inferior and those at positions of power and wealth are superior, you have put yourself into a position of chattel, uh, servitude, somewhat, by your own free will. And so they're respecting the law of free will because they have to, not because they want to, negatives, but, and so what they've got to do is set up conditions whereby people demand enslavement. You must control me. And they're doing a good job of that. <clears throat> so people have become addicted to various poisons. Poisons of body and poisons of mind. And viruses of body and viruses of mind that lead to further infection of distortion. The uh, distortions which infect your people's. Ross said, we cannot plumb the depths, paraphrase, we cannot plumb the depths of the distortions which infect your peoples. Uh, distortions are infectious. The thought control propaganda from Orion includes the viruses that are infectious in mind, according to um, their experience, regarding uh, certain beliefs, basically, patterns of thought, belief, uh, that are viral in mind and lead to further distortion and ultimately uh, move people towards self-enslavement by their own free will. A couple more questions about Orion and I think then we'll end for today. Uh, Don goes on, 11.19, can you name any of the recipients of the Crusaders, any names that may be known to us on the planet today? <laughs> Meaning, Who's, who's, who human is 3D negative getting the Orion mind control propaganda from the shipping clerks? Uh, of course, Ra's not going to say that. 
1119, Ross says, I am desirous of being in non-violation of the free will distortion. There is no uh, intentional violation of the free will distortion in this entire body of material. Some people seem to think that, that, Ra is, that the raw material is some massive infringement of the law of free will, which is uh, <laughs> the view of somebody who doesn't obviously believe Ra. <clears throat> so, uh, this person uh, <laughs> doesn't understand that Ra really is uh, desirous of being in non-violation of the free will distortion, and therefore Ra doesn't say many things. And so they go on to name those involved in the future. And um, Don really, really seemed to be asking about the present, but Ra says, to name those involved in the future of your space-time is to infringe. Thus we withhold this information about who's getting the contact with Orion. We request your contemplation of the fruits of the actions of those entities who you may observe enjoying the distortion towards power. In this way, you may discern for yourself. Do it yourself. Discern for yourself this information. We shall not interfere with the planetary game. It is not central to the harvest. So many times I've said the planetary game is not central to the harvest. The planetary game is the jockeying and strategizing tactical activities of the elite, so-called elite, that are attempting to um, move the human population towards self-enslavement. Uh, but if you want to know who's high-level negative, contemplate the fruits of the actions or the results of activity of those people who we can see observing uh, or uh, enjoying the way of power. So those who have social, political, financial, psychological mind power, in they're in society normally, but black magicians are in that camp. Those who are enjoying the fruits of their power, the fruits of the actions of those who seem to be enjoying the way of power power over. It's not internal power, it's power over other. And that's the natural dependency of the negative path. They're depending on other or object for power over. So they gain, in, they seek to gain internal power uh, development of the chakras by manipulation of external objects, people and places and things. That's the natural dependency or um, thorn and um, Achilles' heel of the left-hand path is that it's in dependence on other, other the notion of other, other self, other place, other group. Um, it's parasitical and predatory by nature because it's the way of developing internal power, meaning seven chakra, contact with intelligent infinity, by way of manipulation um, heavily, heavily de dependent on, engaged with others. And that is a weakness. <clears throat> and that's associated with the entropy of the negative path and why they always fight themselves, break down, fight each other, and um, lose uh, power by themselves because of the, the dependency on illusion, the dependency on falsity, that you're trying to achieve something real, which is a substantial energy transformation of the chakras by way of uh, deception, 
and uh, dependency and self-deceit. They do smoke their own stuff and believe <clears throat> believe the lies they share to others. They have double-thunked themselves fully. They are double-thinked. They have double-thought that they don't actually, they actually believe the lies that they uh, must uh, present to the public to uh, trick people into self-enslavement. Believing their own lies um, is a further weakening of their path of development of the chakras. Uh, they have to develop, you know, uh, one, five, six, seven. Their work is the development of one, five, six, seven, with two, three, four blocked. Second, third, fourth chakras remain blocked increasingly. <clears throat> While they try to jump from one to five to six, seven, and make contact with intelligent infinity to harvest, that's very difficult. That is real work. That real work is dependent on the way of falsity, the power of falsity, um, lying, cheating, tricking, uh, and absolutely dependent on engagement with other and other self. That's a real problem. 5D negative, black magicians are a little bit free of that, but they're still depending on the other of my, of thought. They believe that uh, the thought is, that thought is real or mind is real. Mind is insubstantial and sunya, but they believe that mind is real. So instead of dominating other person or other group, they go to subjugation of other thought in mind, not knowing that um, <laughs> vijnana is sunya. Consciousness is empty too. Consciousness is born of empty, of born of ignorance too. So even five D negative can move along, and um, we wish I wish five D negative well because they're approaching our community. So, <clears throat> uh, finishing on Orion, two more questions: How do the Crusaders pass on their concepts to the incarnate individuals of Earth? Eleven twenty. Ra says, there are two main ways, just as there are two main ways of, shall we say, polarizing towards service to others. This is very interesting. There are those mind-body-spirit complexes upon your plane who do exercises and perform disciplines in order to seek contact with sources of information and power, leading to the opening of the gateway of the gate to intelligent infinity. And then there are others whose vibratory complex is such that this gateway is opened already, and contact with total service to self or service to other with its primal distortion for the negative of manipulation of others, is then afforded with little or no difficulty, no training, and no control. Now, these are the two main ways by which people, humans, body-mind-spirit complex, polarize towards positive and negative. Ra's uh, saying there are two main ways of polarizing to service to self. Uh, Let me see something. There are two main ways, just as there are two main ways of... <laughs> it looks like there's a typo or something here. The first sentence says, There are two main ways that Crusaders pass on their concepts... Oh, I see. The Crusaders pass on their concepts to the incarnate individuals, meaning the Illuminati types who are requesting direct contact with 40 negative. There are two main ways that the Crusaders pass on their concepts... And there are also two main ways of polarizing towards service to other. Uh, so there are two ways that the Crusaders are passing information. 
Meanwhile, there are also two ways of going on the positive path. <clears throat> so these are uh, uh, a combination of of uh, of uh, dyads of, of binaries. So the point is that there are people on Earth on the positive path and on the negative path who do exercises and perform disciplines in order to seek contact with sources of information and power, <clears throat> leading to the opening of the gateway or the gate to intelligent infinity. So there are people who are on the positive path, there are people on the negative path who are doing exercises and disciplines, like meditation, like yoga, like fasting, like urine therapy, like many, many things. And then there is, on the negative path, there's ritual sacrifice, there's uh, magical incantation. On the positive side, there are positive mantras. On the negative side, there are, <clears throat> you know, ancient Aramaic uh, ritual uh, invocations to deities, negative entities. There are rituals. There are meditative practices. There are physical hygiene exercise practices of body. Um, there are all sorts of different exercises and practices, uh, magical, non-magical, for those on the positive and the negative path, both of whom are really seeking information and power. Power, real power, is the development of the chakras. Information is concept, but <clears throat> concept can help on the path. And for the negatives, they use ideas all the time, so they're very attached to ideas also. They think that thought is real. Uh, so, there are those who do these conscious exercises and disciplines seeking contact with negative ET, also contact with positive, and also seeking uh, transformation. Then there are those others uh, whose vibratory complex, meaning their condition of body-mind-spirit energy, is such that the gateway is already open. They already come in with some degree of openness to higher dimensional contact. Uh, and then for the negatives, this would be contact with total service to self, which is, you know, <laughs> very pure uh, understanding of service to self, with the primal distortion and manipulation of others. So, you know, anybody who ha anybody who could be seen enjoying the fruits of power, who's a dish who has social and intellectual power over other, power over society, power over group, power over uh, uh, people and places and things and economies and nations and this and that, all those with power over, who are enjoying the fruits of the power of power over, the fruits of power over others, are likely on the negative path. <clears throat> Their way, <clears throat> excuse me, is the way of uh, the primal distortion of manipulation of others. That's the expression of their free will. The first distortion for them <laughs> could be said as manipulation of others. That's what they do all day long, all night long, uh, seeking information and power, energy development, so that they can improve manipulation of other, so that they can increase their power over, so that they can increase the the channel activity that leads from one to five to six to seven to eight chakras, blocking two, three, four, moving from red ray transmuted up through blue. Indigo, violet, eight. <clears throat> very, very few can do that. But, again, Rasputin, Genghis Khan, Taras Bulba, all did that effectively. But then there are, again, like healers, 
there are some people who can do healing without practice, without training, um, without exercise. They just sort of comes naturally because they did it in past lives. Likewise, for the negatives, some can make contact with the Crusaders, 40 negative Orion groups, uh, without doing exercises because they've done it before in past lives. Final question on Orion here. <clears throat> what type of information is passed on from the Crusaders to these people? 1121. Ra says, the Orion group passes on information concerning the law of one with the orientation of service itself. Of course. This information, the information, can become technical. Hmm. Just as some in the Confederation, in attempts to aid this planet in service to others, have provided what you would call technical information. <clears throat> the technology provided by this group, meaning Orion, is in the form of various means of control or manipulation of others to serve the self. So those who are, those who demonstrate um, power over others, power over, and uh, seem to be enjoying the fruits of that power, uh, who are on the negative path, which almost all of them are, their methodology is to continue controlling excuse me, continue controlling and manipulating others. Why? That's their path. Uh, that works on the chakras, actually. One, five, six, seven. Uh, their activity is um, increasing uh, skill in the means of control and manipulation of others to serve the self. Their purpose of manipulation is so you are their slave. Willingly enslaved by one's own free will. <clears throat> Demanding enslavement is what they need to get themselves to. They need to get the world, <clears throat> guys, you need to get the world to the position where the people emotionally demand their self-enslavement, their enslavement to the elite. When you get that, you got it. But that's not going to happen. Uh, that's the last question of uh, session 11 pertaining to Orion directly. <clears throat> uh, Next week, we will work through the final portion, the final half of session 11, starting at 11.22. And um, <clears throat> a note for people who are listening, uh, I have disabled comments on the YouTube videos um, by uh, further study and understanding of trolls and agent government agents. And there hasn't been that much, actually, on my YouTube channel. Maybe none. Maybe some. But um, it's not necessary to have comments there in general anyway. So the videos are, or talks are for you to listen to and get what you can. I assume most of you are positive. Certainly all in the group today. But I mean, this is addressed to those <clears throat> in the TV audience at home <clears throat> or the YouTube audience at home. I assume almost all of you are sincere and positive. Uh, commenting is unnecessary, I think, anyway. Uh, I have other things to do. And uh, this is for you and your heart. You and Atman. You and your soul. And um, seek within. All the answers are within. Uh, if this resonates with you and you can find benefit, that's great. Uh, if not, I hope you find something better for you. And... Uh, the commenting is be, will be complete, will, will remain closed, I assume, from here on out. And um, these uh, talks, I hope, are useful for you. And if they are, uh, you will find all the answers when you ask yourself deeply. Okay.
so that's it for the first half of session 11 today. Um, thanks very much and take good care.